0: Oh, man, this is really living. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, August 23rd. And my wife was kind enough to give me this boss haircut. That's right, I'm saying boss. Uh, I'm going to pick up Domino's. And we're gonna watch a movie. I have my audition for 2021 tomorrow, and uh, I'm one of only a handful of the current actors who were asked to read. So hopefully I do uh, a good job with what they've given me, and uh, leave the rest up to the Lord see how he wants me to proceed. Anyway, I'm hungry, gonna eat some pizza. Good morning, everybody. It's 942 On Monday, August 24th, I'm heading to Aldi, uh, and then after that, I'll be heading up for my audition for Queen Esther 2021. Uh, A little bit of excitement in uh, the acting realtor world is there was a local local online media outlet called the Sanatoga Post that did a feature on me, kind of unexpectedly. Um, they didn't really, they just got my permission basically to use my picture, but, um, they were doing something on Queen Esther, the live streaming event that's coming up, and since it's a local thing, they realized that I was in it, and they just did a little article that says Royer's Ford actor, uh, set to play Prince in Queen Esther Live, so, That was cool, and uh, it came up in my wife's uh, Google News um, on her Android phone. Since it was local news, it came up in there, so that was kind of cool to see a picture of me. Um, What else is going on? That's basically all. Just wanted to give you guys that update, and you can find that link. If you search Sanatoga Post, Warrior Sport Actor, you'll probably find it there. What's up, everybody? I'm pulling in to work right now. My audition. It's 12:40, and I have a 12-minute slot that I will either use all of or not all of. I might be the last person auditioning actually because I switched with somebody. Originally, I was supposed to take the kids to the doctor um, because my wife was supposed to have her first day of um, in-service this week. Uh, They delayed the start of the school year by two weeks, so. she took the kids to the doctor, uh, but I kept my audition time the same because it would be easier that way. Uh, wish me luck. Gosh, all right. Camera's rolling. Get, get ready to run. Go, go, go! I don't know what's happening. I need evidence of this incredible moment. What's up? What are you doing? Oh, you're going to do the back? Oh, Well, it's Tuesday, September 1st, about 9.25 a.m. I'm on the side of Route 30 West, changing my tire. I got a flat tire, started to hear a noise, and it blew out. So, uh, I think I might have hit it at one point, and then... Realized the tire was damaged. Um, But I'm changing it. Hopefully I'll still be able to get to work. Um, I just gotta take it off. I'm I'm done loosening it. I got it up on a jack. You you can't really tell. It's not that high off the ground. I'm gonna put my my spare on. Hopefully I won't be too late for work. But this is exciting. Praying that people pay attention. Don't uh hit my car while it's on the side of the road. What's up everybody? Um, today we started the, uh, the first, the week of, of the Esther live, uh, film shoot slash live stream, whatever. Uh, you saw me, I blew out my tire on Route 30 West. I'm on the donut right now. I, thankfully we only had one performance today and then there's sectionals for camera work, which I am not a part of. Uh, so I was able to get out early. So I've been calling around trying to find a mechanic around here that could get me in to change the tire and it proved more difficult than I realized. Um, so I got a hold of somebody. It's about halfway home. And I know for donuts, you're not supposed to drive that many miles, so I'm taking it really easy. So it's between here and home, basically. And uh, it's an Extend CGH Tire and Auto because they have the tire in stock. That's, that's the other thing is that... A lot of places they might not have the tire in stock ready to go, so I got that situated. So I'm heading there now. I got to get something to eat because I haven't eaten since breakfast, and it's 2:13 on Tuesday, September 1st. Over the weekend, um, one of the cast members was out on Saturday and didn't feel well, so they got a COVID test. So that was pin, I was on pins and needles waiting to find out what was going on with that. Thankfully, he came in today, found out that it was negative, so everyone uh, was relieved, anybody who had been in contact with the cast member, all that kind of stuff. I wasn't concerned about contracting it myself, um, but I was concerned about having to stay home and what that effect would have on the, 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 the live shoot and uh, all that stuff. But thankfully, um, we're in good shape as far as that is concerned. And, uh, yeah, my wife is back to work with orientation this week, and then school resumes next Wednesday the 9th, so I'm just praying that everything, uh, stays on schedule for that. So, that's what's going on, and, uh, tomorrow I'll be, we'll be going scene by scene with camera work and things like that, getting things ready for the live shoot. Uh, they're also going to be filming several uh, I think performance on Thursday, and, and then the daytime performance on Friday. They're going to be filming those as well. Uh, and then, if they get everything they want, they might use this live stream as the DVD recording. Uh, but we'll see about that. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. What's up, everybody? It's about three forty. My car is getting worked on at CJ's Tire and Auto in Exton. I'm outside of Calvary Chapel Chester Springs, which is a church we attended for the last year. Um, and I just went in Target for a little while, used the bathroom, chill, shop around for nothing in particular. Um, they said it will take about 45 minutes to an hour for my car, which isn't bad, considering I just showed up, crossing the street both ways. Um, I'll be heading back home, so. Hopefully everything works out, and this is uh, not going to cost me too much. Probably about 150 bucks with the oil change in the tire. Ugh, money. What's up, everybody? It is Wednesday, September 2nd, and 7.27 p.m. We just finished doing scene-by-scene, scene going through for the live show. Um, figured I would check in with you guys Look at my nice, fake, dark beard. Um, I haven't really talked about COVID and all that kind of stuff for a while, so I just wanted to give you guys some updates for those of you that watch only the mainstream media news. A couple things came out. Uh, Obviously, the CDC um, came out and said that of the deaths, the death certificates on file for COVID-19, percent only 6% were people who didn't have comorbidities and the other 94% had an average of 2.6 comorbidities now mainstream media spin is that oh um conspiracy theorists think that the 94% is a hoax or the 94% of deaths didn't actually die from COVID that's not what normal people believe but it gives us insight into the severity of it um for people with comorbidities versus people without them um we were originally told that this is something that affects everybody equally. And then we want more data to come out. The fact that every time more data comes out about it, there's pushback because it doesn't meet what we were told originally is funny to me because that's the purpose of data is to get more information. But everybody wants to spin it as though um, it's a bad thing that this information is coming out because people won't take the viruses seriously. Well. We want to know what's really going on. That helps us to to handle it better. Maybe there's a segment of the population that won't really get sick from this virus, but by them getting it and recovering from it quickly with little to no adverse effects, that actually helps people down the road because then they are less likely to give it to their grandparent uh, or their, um, you know, someone they know that has comorbidities. Until there is a vaccine that's actually effective, which I have my doubts that there ever will be an effective vaccine for this virus. Um, It's certainly not one that's even as effective as the flu vaccine, which is anywhere from 10 to 50% effective, depending on the flu strain. So we need to look at things that are practical. We need to look at, okay, since most people will get this at some point in their life, who is it going to affect? How can we treat them? How can they predict? Um, You know, we can predict a little bit of how people will respond to it. The other thing that came out was the New York Times, which I found really crazy to come from that source. New York Times study suggests that the PCR tests this is something I've known for quite some time, but nobody in the mainstream media was talking about, are not really designed to be the end-all be-all test for a virus like this. Even the person who created the test was skeptical of its widespread use to determine people's uh, infections. Um, The New York Times released a study that, based on their research uh, and the doctors that they interviewed and stuff like that, that up to 90% of people who have tested positive didn't have enough of the virus to actually be contagious or have a legitimate infection. We've heard all about this asymptomatic spread. um, But according to these experts, scientists, doctors, hospitals, all these people that are testing these samples... And talking experts about the specific test that we use for this, they're saying that it's actually too sensitive, that dead particles will will cause you to test positive, which means you've already recovered from it. And also, even if you have some of the virus in your system and it's not enough to make you sick or make somebody else sick, you'll test positive. So that was really interesting that the New York Times would put that out. Right after the death thing came out, about the comorbidities versus no comorbidities. And then another study was just released. I heard about it through Revolver. I don't know what that is, but saying that the lockdowns, and this is the thing that I found incredible. Somehow they figured this stuff out. I don't know how they figured it out. But they suggest that the lockdowns are actually 10 times worse than the results of the virus based on loss of years lived or loss of, I forget how they years of life lost i guess is how they figure it out how many years of life on average are lost because of the virus versus the lockdowns and it's 10 times higher for the the lockdowns than for the actual virus so do your research don't just listen to cnn don't just listen to msnbc don't just listen to fox news actually go to the source of these things and find out for yourself i think you'll your eyes will be opened And you can call it whatever you want, taking the red pill or whatever. But we need people to be educated on these things because those that have the information will hoard it and use it against the people. I believe that thoroughly. And you can think I'm a right-wing nut or a conspiracy, whatever. I just want to know what's going on. And I don't like the fact that there are a select few holding back information that could be helpful to the many. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sunday. September 6th, is it the 6th, yeah, I think it's the 6th, One fourteen pm went to church this morning, and today at 3 we're watching the Encore presentation of Queen Esther, live. I have not really checked in with you guys this week, sorry, I didn't really get a lot of um, lead up to the live event, uh, or really any behind the scenes stuff, I just kind of wanted to just enjoy it. Um, and live it as it happened. <clears throat> I was very happy that we were able to pull it off. We had a one cast member who felt sick last week, and they uh, got tested and tested negative, <clears throat> which is great, because if they had tested positive, it could have jeopardized the live event. Um, but so far, so good. Um, still taking the precautions necessary, and we got the live event done, so hopefully Sight and Sound can use that, um, to further the message and further, um, further the gospel going out and, uh, also be able to keep their doors open for, uh, as long as God wants them to be able to, um, what else is going on? Oh, just lots of, uh, interesting news items and things like that, that hopefully you're checking out, um. And I encourage you to avoid the mainstream news outlets. Start to look at outside sources. Avoid Google, uh, if you can, because they, believe it or not, filter your search results. All you have to do is go to DuckDuckGo.com and Google, uh, <laughs> Google something. Search something. See, they really, they really manipulated the whole system. We call it Googling rather than searching. Um. If you search for something on DuckDuckGo, and then you search for it on Google, you'll be so surprised to see the results and how different they are. Um, It's just very eye-opening. If you want to get real information that isn't censored, so that you can actually use your rational mind to determine whether it's truth uh, and verify it for yourself, rather than allow a company or a conglomerate to tell you what's verified truth or not, um, I encourage you to be mindful of those things. Um, I am picking up some last-minute items. might not actually have to do a big grocery shopping this week, uh, which is fun. Um, I was just going back. On Thursday, my mom was able to come see Queen Esther. Friday, during the day, my dad and my brother's family... Um, and my, my dad and his wife and, uh, her sister and my brother and his family came to see Queen Esther at 1.30 and then my wife and kids came to see the, the actual live event. So that's cool. Um, I'm glad they got an opportunity to see it again and, uh, we're going to watch it see how it turned out. What's up everybody? It's Tuesday September 8th and it's about noon. We're at the Limerick Bowl. There's an arcade. They had two uh, arcade cards from a previous time of being here so we decided to use them up. Uh, they turned the arcade on just for us because there wasn't anybody here. Yesterday I hung out with my brother and his family for Labor Day and uh, it's the last day before the kids go back to school. So my wife went back to work today, and uh, this is our last hurrah before they go back to school in person starting tomorrow. We'll be praying, obviously, for safety and health, and uh, that things will continue on their downward trend across the country. Uh, Nationally, we are now hovering at or just below 5% positivity rate and It was the lowest number because there was a holiday. It was the lowest number of new cases since June 16th, and the lowest number of reported, de- second lowest number of reported deaths since March 24th. Uh, so that's basically the beginning of the pandemic. So I think we're heading in the right direction. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, September 11th. Um, I'm sure a lot of you are. Thinking back on the events of September 11th, it's been 19 years, which is so hard to believe. Where you were, right now it's 11:04 a.m. But um, you know, you think about where you were when you heard the news about the towers, uh, and just how different things were in our country at that time, uh, and how those events really united us as a people. just a stark contrast to where we are right now, where uh, all we do is blame the other side for whatever's going on, even a natural disaster or whatever you would consider, um, you know, a a virus that is going through the public. Uh, It almost makes me long for the days following September 11th not to say anything about those that sadly lost their lives, uh, but I remember on the day it happened and then also for a long time afterward, people were just proud to be American, um, proud of the uh, police officers that ran into the, the, the World Trade Center, and people around the country what we're wearing, NYPD, um, FDNY logos, as a example of solidarity and unity. Um, and now we have people who literally want police, officer, police officers to be killed and they're attacking them because of a um, narrative that's been put forth about policing being inherently racist and things like that. I know a lot of police officers and I know them. I have two cousins, one who previously worked in Philadelphia and has since moved outside uh, to a local suburb, and another cousin who is currently in Philadelphia. And they are the least racist people. They grew up in Philadelphia. They were oftentimes, as as white folks, the minority in the demo, in, in where they were, um, and it's just uh, it's sad because you think back on that time when even at the beginning of this pandemic, when everything was about you know essential workers, and we thank the frontline workers, and that included police officers. It included people who were going to work every single day to keep us safe during the pandemic. Um, And I am just, uh, I've gotten, I've grown weary, as many people have, of the lack of um, nuance in any stance. Because of this whole, we have to be anti, we have to be anti this, we have to be anti that. How about we're for things? How about we're for good policing? How about we're for uh, people being brought to justice who are violent, regardless of skin color, regardless of media narrative? How about we're for people who are making sacrifices every day? Putting their lives on the line to hopefully keep our communities safer. How about we're four people actually having the consequences for their actions? Because that is how justice is done. Um, you can find certain actions reprehensible without condemning every person in that uh, sphere. Uh, and we just lost that ability in our country A long time ago And it's time to Gain it back